Trucks on a bridge, trucks on a bridge, there's JR some trucks there on a bridge. Oh my god, the tension! Heard you saw, I guess. All of those cracks have been <laughs> on the start of the cast. Well, I'm oh. just like, I was at a loss of how to begin this one because. You sounded like the bridge. How do you look. <laughs> <laughs> how do you start just. Because at the moment I've got the. the, the well, if we spend 40 minutes setting up each of our backgrounds. <laughs> And then make us all do something incredibly tense. I'm just like, welcome back to Heard You Saw. Um, well, dear listener, you, you, we told you, and you listened probably, and then we watched the film Sorcerer William Friedkin. We were promised thrills. Boy, there were some. I'm Joyce. <laughs> I feel like this oh. needs to be prefaced with the fact that we watched the first England match before, immediately before watching this film, so we were already awash with adrenaline. Yeah, and, and then there was a lot more. I'm joined by Morton, Shay, and EJ. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, we will begin as ever. With our one-line hot takes, I, 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 good luck. I honestly have no... I'm finding it hard to put words together given that, like, how much... Oh, is running through my body. Uh, Shay, you brought us into this nightmare. What is your one-line hot take of this film? I, I, I didn't remember a lot of it. And uh, I clearly misremembered how a lot of the film isn't that... Fun. <laughs> There's a lot of just like depressing, horrible images, and then there's also fun as dynamite. Like like fun in like inverted yeah, commas here. I don't think fun is the right word. <laughs> um, EJ, one line hot take. Uh, you can't sum up this movie in one line and that is clear from anyone who's tried to write a synopsis online oh god I, I dread to think uh Morton I think I might have a new favourite film really? Ooh, oh, it was, oh, it was solid it's right? very good I mean my, uh, my one line hot take is that you, if you wondered where all the money from The Shining went um, <laughs> William Friedkin was just like Fuck it, we're gonna go really big. Like, absurdly big in terms of scale. Like Apocalypse Now. Like, oh my god, there was so much in this film, just in terms of locations and practical effects and people and extras and explosions and heart-stopping tension and specifically poorly constructed bridges. <laughs> ah! So, EJ... Are you ready to deliver what I think may be one of the defining synopses of your career on this podcast? <laughs> My favorite thing is also, they said, ah, oh, judging by synopsis written online, no one has said it. EJ's tried to research No, it. no, I haven't tried to read any because okay. I didn't want to know. But the length of them all have, have been excessive. Yes. So the first 40 minutes is setting up each character. Yes. And... You get introduced to a guy who play, tries to, who blows up 
something in Jerusalem. Yep. And then a French banker who commits fraud and needs to escape. An assassin. He gets like literally. Does something. He kills a dude. Kills a dude. And away we go. That's, oh, That's the, it. And the then, fucking opening of the movie as well. It's like, here's yeah. a man. Here's a gun. He's dead. Aha. Yep. Hard cut Jerusalem. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, next location. And then uh, Chief Brody plays a <laughs> uh, mafia member who uh, kills a mob boss's brother. And then it has to flee the country in order to escape him because there's a hit put out on him. And that's 40 minutes. So that's the first 40 minutes. <laughs> and there is no plot. You're just kind of wondering, where is this going? Looks nice. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Looks real nice. Where's it going? There's, there's nothing happening. There's barely any dialogue. Um, we end up in Colombia? South America I, somewhere. I think yeah. Colombia. Yeah. Okay. Panama. Right? Somewhere Maybe. around South America. And all these guys are in some kind of oil camp. Drilling <laughs> camp. But it's not like a summer camp. It's like a rough <laughs> fucking job. I feel thing. like the turn is like more like shantytown. Yes, is that a good town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're all just chilling. Being... Wet hot American summer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just chilling, being like, you know, on the run and shit. Yeah. And doing uh, shitty jobs. The oil well explodes in a very dramatic fashion, mm -hmm. and then two miles no two two hundred and thirteen miles eighteen miles away. There's a bunch of old dynamite, and they were like, ooh, you know what would be great if we move this dynamite over here? Okay, cool, but uh, because it's now just liquid, because some idiot left it in too long and didn't rotate it, like in Lost, they just were like, okay... We need four people to go on a suicide mission to move the dynamite in old fucking 1930s trucks. Yep. It's how you qualified for the writer's room of Lost. Yeah. <laughs> Through the jungle to blow up the oil well. That wasn't... I didn't really get why well, that, dynamite that, that, would help. That's how sure. you stop a, a venting oil well. You have to, like, blow it up to bury it and shit. Oh, alright. Or to just snuff it out and we'll stuff. We'll go with that. Yep. Never really makes a difference. <laughs> so, everybody auditions for the role of truck driver. And four people get chosen. And then the assassin kills one of them. So he can go instead. Because who doesn't want that job? <laughs> so they fucking choose their trucks and there's like a truck fixing montage. And then two of them get in a truck and the other two get in another truck and it's called Sorcerer. And that's where the title of the film is, is from. Even though that's never really acknowledged and I feel like they could have named it something else. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's something really that would have made misdirect. the film money. Yeah, it's a big misdirect. <laughs> there and is then... no supernatural element to this film. <laughs> they load up with dynamite and they go on their way and every fucking bridge is made of old logs. <laughs> and they're all going they're all going on the same road 
and the first bridge fucking breaks and they're fine, but it's tense. <laughs> and then it starts raining because it's the jungle. And they're they're like, oh, I guess we better go on this old ass road. It's probably fine. And then they reach a river and there's a fucking rope bridge. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? This would hold. Doing <laughs> a storm. A truck. Yeah, let's go for it, you guys. Yeah. So they go across, and it's super tense. It's terrifying. And they keep going, and then the other truck comes along, and you're like, wait, what the fuck, we need to do this again? <laughs> and then it's even worse. <laughs> and then they reach a tree that's in the road, and they have to blow it up with dynamite. Have to like MacGyver that shit. Yeah, and it's again super tense, and then they keep going, and then one of them just fucking blows up, and you're like, all right, well that was the sorcerer one blows up. <laughs> Why was it called sorcerer? And then the other one gets attacked by people. Bandits. A gang. Yeah. And they um, they kill the assassin, and then Chief Brody kind of goes nuts in a Mad Max town of weird ass desert towers, and then he goes crazier, and his his truck breaks, and he's like, you know what? I guess I'll walk the last mile with a box full of dynamite, and that's it. Oh wait, no that. Then he goes back to the town, gets written a check for his crazy-ass amount of money, and then he gets fucking hit by the original Mafia guys! Yep. And you're just like, what? This fucking movie was all for nothing, but <laughs> boy, it looked pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well done, EJ. Like... Thank you. Yeah. So, Morton, I'm gonna lead with you, because... You enjoyed this movie experience. Morton looks as grizzled as one of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through things tonight. Yeah. Um, so. It, 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 it actually was quite a random amount of money on the check at the end, considering they're told that they will be paid $8,000 each. Pesos. Pesos. Yes. Currency isn't important. The number. They're told 8,000 each. Then they negotiate and they're like, double and citizenship. Yeah. Which is 16,000 each. Yes. The check was for 40,000. Yes. That is neither 16,000 <laughs> nor four times 16,000. No. What is four times No, but I noticed that too. Yeah. It would have been 64,000 pesos if he'd gotten his full amount. Yeah, so maybe they just thought you deserve a bit extra. Oh, that's, really? that's is that's ruined kind of, it? No, that's that's ruined the it? kind of art department shoddiness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh. This movie was very, very intense. Yeah. If you're looking for something that's kind of relentlessly intense and has an overwhelming sense of just impending doom. And it's in a quiet place. Mm. Oh, no. This, oh, if you've yeah. seen a quiet place. Yeah, and you and think that's like, that's oh, a bit tame. I want more of this. I want an extra hour. Yeah. Then go go to this. I I loved the one truck that looked like it was angrily grinning the whole time and constantly reminded me of like the heater 
in the basement in Home Alone. Oh yeah. Well, that that truck was like literally looked like that, so it looked like it was gonna eat that one dude. Yeah, and that yeah. one bit. Oh my god! So like when the guy falls. They're directing people with the old road bridge, and the guy falls, but he climbs back up. But the other guy can't see him from the truck, so it's like brain. almost running him over. He's like crawling away from the goddamn truck, which is a big mouth. And then the truck finally stops. And you're like, oh, phew, he's, he's not going to get run over. And then a tree just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Where does the tree come from? That was the biggest storm. reaction we've had in any film we've ever watched. I think was oh. everyone just going, ah! It was, like, incredible. Because, <laughs> like, it, it genuinely was. Because, like, the first truck going across the bridge was pretty, like, wild. It got to, like, some pretty crazy angles. I mean, like... The first bridge they go across, which is not the rope bridge, there's a bit where it breaks and then it cuts to a shot of all the dynamite boxes going, Hoop! and you're like, Hoop! and you suddenly realize that, like, oh yeah, because if these, if these boxes move over much, everyone in that truck's fucking dead. Yeah. And then they just put it on like the most swingy rope bridge and you're like, oh no! And then someone like pushes a bush into frame. Yeah, just like, ah! There was a lot of wild screaming. Yeah. Um, this movie, I just want to say up front, this movie looked incredible. Yeah. Like, the cinematography and shot composition and just the aesthetic of it was amazing. There were some really, really amazing bits of camera work with just, like, handicam stuff where they would, you know, follow people around with, like, long take stuff. They had bits where the camera would, like, attach to, like, cranes as they went up while workers were working oh. below and, it, like, mm. panned open onto, like, the shot of all these people working in the oil field. Um, the montage was used to really excellent effects where they'd have, like, the truck-fixing montage was, you know, they're like, hmm, yeah, alternators, fucking motors, welding, then burning oil fields because the impending sense of dread of the flame... Like, okay, legit, near the end of the film when he's walking up like all fucking delirious and crazy carrying a box of dynamite and he gets to the oil field and he's like, the other guy's like, you fucking get away from the, they took the dynamite from him. And he kept walking, I was like, he's just going to march into the fire. I was like, that's going to be the end that of the film. That would be a sick ending to that film. It would be so good. And you'd just be like, oh shit. Like he lost himself out there in the road, you know, listening to the haunting laughter of the assassin whose last words were, he was like, what are you going to do with the money? Keep talking to me. He's like, I'm going to get laid. Going to buy the best whore. And then he's like, yeah, get two whores. And he's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And just he's a haunting laughing presence as he wanders through the blue desert. Fucking mountains. My last words to objectifying women. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Look at the gams on that dame! Oh, mate. Shay, you suggested this film. Yeah. Do you feel it delivered? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Everyone, whenever I pitch a film, my, my main goal is how much noise can I get yeah. <laughs> the rest of you to make? Same. <laughs> and this film... Delivered with that. Noise. This was way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, this 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 like provided King Kong Skull Island levels of ooh, yeah. except for the opposite reason. <laughs> <laughs> Skull Island, you're kind of like ooh, excitement, and like oh, holy shit, look at that monkey, and this is like oh, fuck a bridge. 
Now imagine if Tom Hiddleston had to transport a truck full of dynamite to <laughs> a giant gorilla to blow, <laughs> blow up the only way to blow up Kong. And Samuel L. Jackson is driving the other truck. So are we gonna rewatch? Are we gonna watch the remake of this when it comes out? They're doing a remake. They're this remake is, yeah. this is a remake itself. This is a remake well. already. Yeah. Yeah. Of a previous film. And they're gonna remake it again. And they're gonna remake it Ben Wheatley. Because there was only one. Oh, Ben Wheatley with an all-female cast. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, Cast it's not his next one. Like, how are you gonna say Kate McKinnon? <laughs> no, every, every this would be, totally, this would be very weird. For <laughs> Kate McKinnon's <laughs> eyes just popping like, Ooh. oh man. To be fair, this remake's still probably like at least four years away because it's not his next film. Is oh, is shit. is there any chance? I just want to shot in the dark. Is Olivia Coleman gonna be in this remake? Who is that? She is a British actress who is incredible. He, he's already oh. cast two people, okay. I think, but I'm not sure who, and that was a while ago, so it might change. Who would be good? Yeah. Because we know she can do tense. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Emily oh, Blunt can do tense. Yes, mm. put Emily Blunt in this movie. She, she deserves to be in more good films, you know, instead of other films that she's been in. Um, like, I feel like I liked, I, I'm going to say something which may be a little controversial. I think this is a better film than The Exorcist. Yeah. I've never seen The Exorcist. Definitely. Really? Oh, man. I don't care about it. It's on my pile. How have you never seen The Exorcist? Because I've seen spoofs of it, and it like that happens a lot. Like I see spoofs of things, and I'm just like, I'll get around to it. <laughs> it's on my pile. Like physically, okay. it's on my pile. It's in my home. like ex I'll say, Exorcist is a good film. Like it's a horror classic for a reason. And it, you know, Freakin is a very talented filmmaker, and it, you know, he knows how to fucking construct an image, as we just saw all too graphically with just like oh what about that one shot where the assassin guy is just casually leaning against a post under the porch in the rain after he's murdered someone and you don't see anything to suggest that but you just fucking know that shit's going down it's like it's really good visual storytelling but I think the the tension of this and the sort of the psychological drama of it really I think hit home for me a lot more than Exorcist because Exorcist has the whole thing that it's more horror genre and like you go into horror with a certain amount of expectation of like oh I'm gonna be blah, blah. I didn't know what this movie was and then I realised it was just like ah, a film <laughs> you know <laughs> this was originally called Wages of Fear yes which yeah, makes favorite. way more sense as a title yes which is a great title as well and he said that it's going to be set in Africa with twice as many trucks. Yeah, ben Weasley's version. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm into that. Because there's, like, there's a novel that is based on originally as well, so he's said that he's going back and re-adapting the novel. Rather okay, than rather than the freaking... Just remaking the film. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Doesn't say anything about the cast, though. Okay. EJ. Yes. What did you make of this movie? I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Made me want to shoot on film. Oh, didn't it just? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like it's got that 70s feeling of just like, mm, yeah, all of this is on celluloid. Mm. I did feel this, yeah. Yeah. It was very tense. Um, tense, more tense than I thought it would be, given the fact that there was, although there was character establishment, there was no character development, and there was also no really redeeming qualities about anyone. There was a brief moment where it looked like there was going to be um, the Israeli guy because his mate yeah. was killed by the assassin. And I was yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to like, you know, it's going to come down to a sort of like, you know, oh, my chance to kill you. 
whole thing. Like, there was that great bit when he's, like, trying to construct the MacGyver fucking bomb mm. to blow up yeah. the tree. And he's like, turn out your pockets. He's like, I haven't got anything to put sand in. And just, like, the fucking uh, lead guy hands him a knife. And I'm like, he's gonna... Oh, uh, he tried to murder him with that very knife earlier in the film. And he just cuts out his pocket and he's all like, thank you. And I'm like, shh, okay. Yeah. You know, but then he fucking dies. Just yeah. gets blown just up. Gets blown up. Yeah, right when fucking Victor is talking about his wife and his happy life back in Paris. He like not signposting. Not at all. No, yeah. that was like the only weak part where yeah. I was like, oh, they're just kind of leading into it now. Yeah, yeah, but oh, really good. Also, super solid. Great score. Oh uh, yeah! Everyone watch mm. Miracle Mile. <laughs> after you see this film. Because Tangerine Dream does the whole fucking thing and it's just like nothing but them. Like for the whole movie and you're just like, Ugh, yeah, 80s. It's amazing no, synth work. Just like Yeah. Put on the list, everyone. So you you looked like you had something you wanted oh, to do. Oh when you said about film and then I was just thinking, no film is made like this today. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't no one will go, hey, let's drive trucks over a road bridge. Yeah. No one would ever make this today. Yeah, yeah. And that's really depressing. Yeah. It, it is. This film won't exist. This film, I mean, this is the it thing It does exist, today. though. It's not depressing. It's just like... It exists back in the 70s, but now it wouldn't exist. I feel I like... I would argue that. I would argue Fury Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did do... Fury Road did really great things, but they... Okay, yeah, no, it didn't do... But it also didn't put, like... They didn't drag a cruise ship over a mountain and they didn't like they, they didn't have plane, a truck though. over a rope bridge Fair but enough. Mad Max is like like that's probably the closest yeah, to yeah, yeah. this kind of thing you, as in like it's got like the, it had that real age. like tactile sense of because it, they literally did all yeah. of those things it it, no film will have such a reckless disregard of a risk assessment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just being the risk assessment officer of the shoot, being like, oh, Jesus Christ. You want to blow up how much? Like, it was the 70s. Everyone so, was on like, the, 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 the oil fire. That was so good about the film, is that they had, like, three explosions before they even got to the trucks. Yeah. And then it just established, anything can explode at any time in this film. Yeah. And now we've got dynamite trucks. Then again, I will argue that there is a film that will do that in this day and age. Yeah. Jurassic World oh, Fallen Kingdom. God, I've not true. seen it. The, the final act is within the first 20 minutes. Guys, <laughs> it's, it's just a haunted house movie with dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's I a... honestly think it would be a good podcast. All right, I mean, it's on the... Uh, we'll put it vaguely on the... I mean, I just right. don't... It's funny. I, okay, I just a dinosaur opens a window. <laughs> <laughs> I've read an article that is claiming that it's a Trump allegory throughout as well. It's like, oh, Instead of like I'll actually watching you. that film, you two should just do a little mini cast of Jurassic World right now. Just tag the end of this with <laughs> Jurassic World review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's still too. No, no, God. that wasn't a pun. It, was, it wasn't intended. Wasn't it? It genuinely wasn't. Oh, That's even you, you have had a hard day. Yeah, you're not making puns. You had a pun earlier that you wanted to use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now it's unnatural. Yeah, we we buried the lead. <laughs> like, now it's like <laughs> listen out deeply. in a few minutes when I figure a way to catch you. Stay tuned, kids. Oh. Attention, we'll mourn. He's like a truck on a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh. 
it's it's always good when a movie makes you like go from your like reclining position on the sofa to yeah. a sort of more alert position, and then you're sort of climbing up the back of the sofa <laughs> and like getting against the walls. We've now hit like... the ceiling on. The, the the new metric is truck on a bridge tense. Oh yeah, that's like that's a benchmark of just yeah. like, like oh. Spider Man on the wall. Like, <laughs> Spider Man on the wall is like up again. I'm just like he's watching tense movies all the time. He's just like oh oh oh, <laughs> slowly lifting himself further up with this sense of like oh Jesus. But yeah, like I th- I think this is the, like in the same way that um films like this wouldn't really get made. Like, not only just technically made, because, you know, you have people like, uh, uh, what's it, George Miller and, like, Nolan, who do, like, all their actual practical stunt stuff, which, you know, but that's much more of a rarity. Um, we, one of the things I actually said several times during is, how the hell would you market this film? You can't. Because it's like, there's not really a plot, and it's not really any characters to sort of be like, hey, look at these dude. It's just like... You'd want to just put the truck on the bridge and be like, fuck! And people would be like, oh, fuck! I think that is literally the trick. <laughs> We're about to watch Ben Wheatley try to market this film. Oh, God. So- I, I feel you just go, it's the last shot of the Italian job, but as like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. of just sheer <laughs> tension. <laughs> and just like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to... Like, thrillers are always hard to, like, market, I think, to try and mm. put across, like, you're gonna flip your shit, but we can't show you any of the shit that will make it flip yeah. because that's what you're going in for. It could be, like, Paranormal Activity where they just show the audience watching the film. Mm. If they showed us watching that film, it would be good marketing. <laughs> I feel you just show a shot of Michael Bay crying in a room. <laughs> I guess back then, though, like, films were definitely had more of a word of mouth thing of being like you have to go see that movie like The Exorcist or anything like yeah. that yeah and then people started queuing and people it becomes huge mm. but this one went up against Star Wars and people were like you have to go see Space Monkeys and <laughs> <laughs> Laser Sword the, Wizard Jedi Laser Swords yeah I mean uh, I don't think it's a controversial thing to say that this is a better film than Star Wars. It's not a controversial thing to say. Oh my god. I think we just made some enemies in the world of podcasting. Um, probably. Come at us. <laughs> I would say on the screen, Frozen is just stunt coordinator Bud Ekins. I was supposed to say, Bud Ekins, you earned your fucking dollar, mate. Yes. You had a lot to do. There was a riot in the middle of this film? Yeah. Like, with that whole thing of, like, freaking... I feel like... One of the things I really I latched onto while watching this is that he really likes to do like actual proper old school world building mm. through like set pieces that have literally basically nothing to do with the plot as it exists, but also like the um, during the opening sequence the um, the mob guys that um, lead character uh, Domingo is working for um, they basically there's a church a Catholic church that is a front for money laundering. And there's a wedding going on in there. And there's a wedding happening while they're going in to, like, steal the shit. And the bride has a black eye. And it's sort of like, that's never brought up. Mm. That's yeah. never mentioned. But at the same time, you're like, well, there's a fucking story there. Yeah. And what? the French guy's wife mentions Vera Cruz over the dinner table yeah. as well. And you're just like, is that going to link up to the first scene with the hitman? And it's, no. Yeah. And, like, just... And the, also, the, I, I liked that the... And the French bit just has, like, a minute montage of, like, food, of French food as well. Just, like, 
Yeah. Just that word and like, look at how fancy this restaurant is, and this guy's gonna run out of it in like. Yeah. After his fucking mate shoots himself in the head in his car. Mm. Jesus. I mean, I also like that they never explain what the inscription on the watch means, because it's like this it's oblique reference. Yeah, it's like the ten years out of time kind of thing. Ten years of forever. Oh, okay. I didn't... Oh, okay. It's a wedding anniversary. Right. Just supplant it with the fact that they never explain what the old woman gives him before. No, that was the watch. Oh, yeah. Was that the watch? Yeah, she gave him back the watch, I thought. Oh, Oh, shit, yeah. I I, I assumed it. We paid attention. Yeah, we we do. We do. (laughs) We saw all of this film. Um, Um, man... And, like, the fucking guy, the explosions guy is, like, a terrorist, but you never find out what he's fighting for or anything. Like, whether he, you know, because he seems to be um, Israeli, but he's blowing up things in Jerusalem, so is he actually Palestinian? Like, is there, there's a there's lot There's a huge amount of political turmoil in, like, everywhere yeah. that's going on. And it's never really, it's all used to create the sense of a really solid, cohesive, um, multifaceted world. Mm. Um... And you're just like, I found it very, very engaging because I'm just like, no, I believe in that this is a sequence of events that have happened. Like, um, Domingo ends up in Colombia or whatever because some guy that we never really find out who he is owes him a favor from stuff that happened prior to the film even happening. And it's just like, okay, yeah, this is a character with history and stuff like that. We, he's not just sort of popped into existence. Um, so. And the person running the bar they meet in might be in that scene. Oh yeah, because they speak. He speaks German, and mm. he even says that he's like a. He said like, oh, he's like such and such was a, like. A, he said a position that like a Zonda commander the word or something. Reich. Yeah, something like that. Um. So. It's a real nihilistic film. It, it's <laughs> freaking nihilistic. Oh, <laughs> Kel fucking Supreme. Um, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Oh, we buried that lead that came out. Bond's back in the game. <laughs> we got over the road bridge. Woo! The winch works. Um, so I'm gonna put. Did you kill that guy? <laughs> that was smooth. It was really good. Well done. I'm proud of you. EJ, mm-hmm. would you like to give your final thoughts? Um, it really made me reconsider my assessment of the Massachusetts highway system. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you, you suddenly realize how good you've got it? Yes. Okay. No. It's not that bad. No. All, they, they've got potholes, but it's not that bad. And the trucks aren't full of dynamite. At least not, not all not, of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morton. There were potholes, but I think we've established there were no, no. no potholes. Uh, I'm so sad I set that up. <laughs> I wish you died in that bridge. Oh, you look... Oh. <laughs> get eaten by a truck. So I swear to God, if anyone says this film was dynamite... Oh! <laughs> i can kill you. Shay? Uh, I'm really glad I never learned to drive. <laughs> so I can have a slight distance. It's like, I, I never have to, like, drive a dynamite truck anywhere. Oh, mate. Um, and for my final thought, um, it's, uh, it's, I actually, I genuinely not sure if I have one that's like neat and pithy to close out the podcast with. Have you seen 
that episode of Lost that everyone is no. thinking about. Has anyone else seen it? I gave yeah. up halfway yeah. through season okay. two of Lost. Um, you would have seen the episode of Lost. Because at the end of season one, they take dynamite to blow up the hatch. Oh, is that how they got that's, the hatch open? That's season two. I thought yeah, they had no, season hatch one. Season two, they get into the hatch. Uh. Yeah, season one ends with them opening the hatch. Uh, yeah, okay. they get it from the black ship. I thought it, I thought it ended with the light. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, the light is like halfway through season okay. one. End of season one, they blow up the hatch. Yeah, and they so, use it with like the liquidy dynamite stuff. Yeah, but yeah. like that's an an entire episode dedicated to moving crazy ass leaky dynamite across the island in the same exact situation. <laughs> so you have to think they saw this film or read the book mm. or read the book. Mm. But I don't think they did it as well. Nice. Even though they do blow up a guy immediately. They're like, like, oh shit! It's because of that that you're like. Here's a here's a fresh guy that he's there to get blown up, <laughs> but in this film they don't fall into that trap. They do not. I'm impressed by this. They had the great bit where the, the dynamite inspector like dips his hand in the dynamite juice and he's like, oh, oh and yeah. then like flicks it off. And he's like, <laughs> and you're like shit. Um, so uh, thank you for listening. That's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> shit. We've never done that. I've thank never you. done that. No, don't <laughs> thank people. <laughs> I uh, your phone. I, I I was okay. <sighs> I thought I'd gotten away with not having one. Um, well done, William Friedkin. Um, I won't vomit pea soup on this cinematic achievement. It was the bomb. No. <laughs> Thank you, William Friedkin. <laughs> you drove me to this. Um, join us next time on Heard You Saw, when we'll probably be watching Ocean's Eight. Or Hereditary? Or Jurassic World 2? I'm not watching oh, another random really film? up in the air. Or a random film that will be announced at the top of that particular show when we're rejoined by advanced treasury agent Sean Nabra. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I know you listen. Uh, this is the end of the show. Bye.